Hey friend, and welcome back to the Live by Design podcast. I am so super excited to record today's podcast episode for you because we are going to be doing a book report episode. You all know that I am a total nerd and I love to read and I would spend all day in a library or Barnes and Noble if I could, so long as I had a constant supply of coffee and someone to watch my little humans. <laughs> but seriously, I have always loved reading. Um, I recorded a whole episode with my 91-year-old Grammy all about how it's actually a legacy of reading in our family and this love for literature and the written world. Something that has been really cool for me um, has been I've been reading a lot more recently. I've been reading in the mornings when my little guys wake up and we snuggle on the couch and they'll watch uh, some sort of educational TV show and I will read. Sometimes it's a fictional book just for fun and enjoyment and to give my brain the chance to um, just just read something fantastical. <laughs> and then other times I will read books for growth. I actually alternate these books and I call the fun books, or I shouldn't say fun books because they're all fun to me, but I call the fiction books my buffer books. And they allow me to, to really sit with and reflect on and then implement what I learned from my more growth oriented books. And I find if I read these growth type books back to back to back, I learn and learn and learn and learn, and I never actually implement, which makes me feel overwhelmed and like I'm falling behind and like I kind of suck. <laughs> and I know that's not the case. So I have created a system for myself where I can lean into my love of reading, lean into my love of personal growth and development, but do it in a way that is really healthy for me. So today we're going to talk about The Gap and the Gain, which is written by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And the tagline for the book is The High Achiever's Guide to Happiness, Confidence, and Success. Now, something really cool is that the women in the LBD collective are also voracious readers, uh, whether they listen to Audible, whether they read physical books or a combination of the two, which is my personal preference. We have some ladies in there that can crush some books <laughs> and we have so much fun talking about what we're reading. so much so in fact, that one of our LBD members, one of our founding members suggested that we do a book, uh, book club style growth night together. There we go. Words are hard. I'm getting over a cold. So there's a little of brain fog going on today, but she suggested that we do a book club style growth night. So Typically for growth night, I, well, we all pick uh, a category or a topic that we're going to do a deep dive learn on. And I do that deep dive of learning and researching and going down all the rabbit holes. And then I present to the collective the best of what I find. We create and learn definitions for things. We learn why they're beneficial, different ways that we can implement them in our own lives to really harness the benefits that they offer. And we take time to reflect and decide what works for us, what we're going to say, like, that's great, but not for me. And then what we're going to implement actionably via habits in our own lives. And I love doing that. It's so much fun. Uh, we're going into March of our second year of the collective. So 12, 13, 14, our 15th month being together, which is really neat. And this is the first time we've done a book report together um, or done like a book uh, book club together. So all of us are reading The Gap and the Gain. And I thought I would just share an episode with you, just giving you one of my favorite takeaways from this book. And if you really dig this episode and you want to join us in the collective for a more thorough discussion of the book and its takeaways, um, we would love to have you join us. So you can go over to misskatehouse.com slash collective um, if that is on your heart to do. And just a reminder, friends, as well, before we jump into our episode, that 
I recently opened up five one-on-one coaching slots in my practice. And as of today, I've had discovery calls for two of those slots. And I am so ridiculously excited to work with these women if it feels in alignment for them. And if these clients sign on, that means I only have three spots left. You can learn all about my coaching process over at misskatehouse.com slash coaching. And there's a link below in your show notes. And I've actually had three past coaching clients on the show, Brittany Frisch, Lindsay Pysik, and Sheila Conlin have all been on the show and they're actually all LBD collective members right now too. So one-on-one coaching is a really wonderful way to really jumpstart and your year and to focus on your health and your wellness and your self-love practices and your habits and your mindset and to get so much one-on-one support from me via the Voxer app. It's like a voice messaging app where I'm available to you every single day of our six-month coaching retainer. And then partnering that with the LBD Collective afterwards is a really wonderful way. And these women are a testament to that of continuing that that commitment to learning and to applying things to your own life um, and doing it in community with others who also lovingly hold you accountable. In fact, I think that these couple together so nicely that for all of these five coaching clients that I plan on signing, um, that I am just like welcoming into my life with so much love and so much abundance. And friend, if, if you think I'm talking to you right now, I absolutely am. Um, but for these five clients, I'm actually gifting them a membership to the LBD collective to do alongside with their one-on-one coaching with me. Cause I think there is so much value in both and that they can both be supportive in different ways. Something really neat too, that we've started with the LBD collective is we have a private podcast feed now. So if meeting with the collective live doesn't work for you, I've always had replays available, but now the replays are available in an audio only format via our private podcast feed. So these new coaching clients can join our calls live with the collective, or they can tune into the podcast feed when they're driving their kids somewhere or washing their dishes or me folding mountains of laundry all the time. (laughs) So friend, whether it's the LBD collective or one-on-one coaching, and you want to grab one of those three potentially remaining slots, I would love to work with you. Working with clients one-on-one is one of my favorite things that I get to do as a health coach, as a behavior change specialist, as a yoga instructor. We even do short meditations at the start of our coaching practices together to just get centered in the moment. Um, I just love it. And so if you think I'm talking to you, friend, I am. I am just a mama sitting in her basement recording this episode for you. I am nothing. Um, if you see me as somebody who is living by design and not by default, and you want that for yourself, I'm here to tell you that I'm a totally normal person. And if I can do it, you can absolutely do it too. You can learn more over at misskatehouse.com slash coaching. All right, friend, on with the show. Hey friend, and welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House. By day, you can find me living in small town PA, married to my college sweetheart, and leaning into motherhood as a stay-at-home mama to my two little boys and two pup dogs too. By night, I pursue my personal sense of purpose, which is to help as many of us high-achieving, goal-oriented women live by design and not default. As a certified behavior change specialist, health coach, yoga instructor, and top 3% global podcaster, I'm perfectly poised to help you ditch those feelings of overwhelm, get unstuck, and take aligned action so that you can go from trying to learn all the things all at once to being focused, action-oriented, and making weekly, if not daily, progress towards your goals in small, sustainable ways, because that's the secret to seeing big shifts over time. Together, let's explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, 
goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning, all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. There's seriously nothing I love more than being the voice of a friend in your ear, to be the mindset and self-love coach who believes in you and knows that you're worthy of pursuing big, audacious goals. And I'll always be here as an unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. So pop in your earbuds, press play, and together, let's live by design and not default. All right, let's dive into the gap and the gain. Again, this is written by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and I will link to it below in the show notes. And this is an Amazon link. So if you use it to purchase, I get a very small kickback that I always just reinvest right into the business, but full disclosure here on the podcast. So that will be linked to you below. And the way that the gap and the gain is explained is I think summed up best by Dan Sullivan. He says, the way to measure your progress is backward against where you started, not against your ideal. And I've got notes and everything in my book um, from the time that I was reading it. So you might hear me flip some pages as we go together, friends. Um, But I want to explain to you this graph. My gosh, again, I'm explaining a graph on the podcast. (laughs) But basically, it's a graph. And on the left-hand side, or it's actually like a a visual diagram. On the left-hand side, it says gap. On the right-hand side, it says gain, and the middle is your brain. So when you are in this, quote, gap, you have where you started, and then you have what you achieved, and above that, you have your ideal. So anytime we do something, we have an ideal in mind, um, and then we have what we can actually achieve. And ideals can't be achieved, right? It's an ideal for a reason. It's an always moving horizon in the distance. But when we think about visualizing how well we've done when we think about where we started and what we achieved, what we're measuring is the gap between the ideal and what we were actually able to do. And that's this gap thinking, which makes you feel like you're a failure, makes you feel frustrated or disappointed. It can make you feel like your self-esteem has been lowered, maybe even guilty or depressed. Instead, what this book posits is that if we shift our mindset, which you know is a topic we love to talk about here on the show, towards the gain, then we can start to feel successful and satisfied and confident and have higher self-esteem and more enjoyment and more optimism. And the way that measuring from the gain works is you have the place where you start, you have what you achieved, and above that you have your ideal, just like on the other side. Except this time, the what we're measuring is the start to what you achieved. And that is what you gained. So you're thinking about where you began and where you ended. That's what you're measuring instead of measuring the gap from what you achieved to your ideal. Are you following me here? (laughs) So the idea is that you're in the gap every time you measure yourself or your situation against an ideal. And they go on in the book to say, for instance, you may be on your way to a concert with your spouse that you've been anticipating but you're running five minutes late. If you're focused on and frustrated about those five minutes, then you're in the gap. You're measuring yourself against your ideal. You're not actually in the moment. All you have to do is shift to the gain and focus on the fact that you're having an exciting night. The whole night is a gain. If you focus on the gain, you'll be happy. In every circumstance you're in, you're either in the gap or the gain, but you can't be in both at once. Now, the really interesting thing that I took away from this book is that the gap and the gain are mindsets, essentially. And we talked all about growth mindset in the past. I'll actually link to that below in the show notes if you want to go back and give that a listen. But essentially, a mindset 
to me, the way I define it is like a lens through which you see the world. And the cool thing is, is that mindsets exist on a continuum. So there's like one side over to the left, one side over to the right, and we all fall somewhere in between. We're never a hundred percent one or the other. We are in between because it's a continuum. So in my mind, we have the gap mindset on the left and we have the gain mindset on the right. And the more often we find ourselves purposely putting ourselves in the gain, then we will slowly over time move more and more into this gain mindset, into measuring ourselves from our start to our achievement and not from the achievement to our ideal, because that's where the gap lives. And they have this whole section in the book talking about how to get off the gap treadmill. So the authors say, measuring yourself against an ideal is an endless race to nowhere. That quote ideal could be in the form of a hope or expectation. It could be a comparison with something or someone else. The example they give is her race was bigger than my race. That is a perfect example of gap thinking. They go on to say, being in the gap stops you from living within your own experience. It stops you from appreciating where you are. It stops you from being happy. And then they go on to quote Greg McGowan, which you know is like one of my favorite authors of the book Essentialism. Pretty sure I did an episode about that too. I'll drop that below. If so, he says, if you focus on what you lack, you lose what you have. If you focus on what you have, you gain what you lack. When you're in the gap, you lose what you have. And I just really appreciate this emphasis on putting ourselves in the gain, putting ourselves back in the driver's seat, putting ourselves in a position where we can feel proud of ourselves and excited by our achievements and excited by where we might choose to go from here. Instead of always looking back and saying like, oh, well, I could have done better, or I could have done this differently, or I should have done X, Y, or Z. They go on in the book to say the gap makes any form of progress a letdown. Whatever you've done isn't enough because the quote standard of success keeps moving. Ideals are like a horizon in the desert. No matter how many steps you take forward, the horizon continues to move out of reach. And they even go on to touch uh, on this idea of the hedonic treadmill, which I'm not sure if we talked about here on the podcast before, but it's a really, um, it's a topic that we hear a lot in the personal growth and development world. So they go on to say that psychologist, Dr. Michael Eisenick gave another term to describe this phenomenon, the hedonic treadmill. When you're on this treadmill, you're working harder and harder to be happy, but staying exactly where you started. The reason the hedonic treadmill exists is because people aren't taught how to be happy. Listen to that because people aren't taught how to be happy. Ideals are meant to provide direction, motivation, and meaning to our lives. They are not the measuring stick. Our society has trained us to measure ourselves against our ideals, which by definition are unreachable. Goals, conversely, are reachable. And I find that to be such a liberating idea, that our goals are reachable and that we can, and I would advocate, should have ideals, but that we need to stop measuring ourselves against them because that's when we feel less than, that's when we feel lacking, that's when we're in the gap. So what if we set out now going forward when we set goals to think about where we are, let's celebrate how far we've already come. Let's identify the resources we have at hand or the ones we might go out and get for this project, whatever that might be a project in your personal life, business, whatever in your career. Um, and then let's, let's really get a, a good sense of where we're starting from. Okay. Let's like take stock. Where are we right now? And then let's work towards achieving that goal. And when we achieve the goal, 
let's measure our success from where we started to where we ended up instead of measuring where we ended up to our ideal. Because again, these ideals are unreachable and I don't know why or how this seems to have happened, but I absolutely have fallen, fallen into this trap of being on that hedonic treadmill of being in the gap of, of constantly measuring myself against ideals. Even as a child, I re- I have a very vivid memory of getting a 98% on a test. And the question I was asked was what question did you get wrong? And that from then on was the context with which I viewed everything, especially my academics. If I didn't get a hundred percent, which is not easy to do all the time. <laughs> I was I was so focused on what I got wrong instead of celebrating the 49 questions I actually did get right on that test when I was a small child. And so I think for me, that kind of put me in this gap mentality. And the thing about mindsets is they are reinforced with our behavior. So over the course of like 33 years of my life, I have, or really until I started learning into leaning into personal growth, maybe, I don't know, seven years ago, um, I reinforced that gap thinking. And here's the really cool thing. And the thing that I want you to take away from this friend is that you have agency in your life. You get to decide the mindset that you adopt. Now you might have whatever mindset you have right now, and maybe we kind of defaulted into them. Like I had But we can choose now that we've created awareness, we can choose to take action based on that. So you might hear this and you're like, yep, I totally identify with those feelings of frustration or feeling like I failed because I'm measuring myself against the ideal. So instead, now let's commit together when we find ourselves in that gap thinking and it is going to happen because we've done it thousands of times before and that's okay. That's just how our brains are literally wired. So it's going to take time and effort to notice when you fall back into the gap. It happens to me still, even though I have the awareness from reading this book and doing this work that I literally do for my work, I find myself in the gap thinking. And I think to myself now, instead of being hard on myself or, or berating myself or like falling back into the gap, I I just say, huh, that's curious. That's interesting. I wonder why this happened. What is it in my day? that maybe isn't supporting me and allowed me to kind of slip back into this thinking. And then from that place of curiosity, from that place of kindness towards myself, I can just say, okay, well, how can I reframe this instead of measuring whatever it is at hand from where I am to my ideal? How can I measure from where I started to where I am or the goal that I'm working towards achieving? And that is so freeing, friend, to know that you can make conscious decisions. Even when you fall back into the gap, you can make the conscious decision to rewire, to move towards the gain. And then each time you do that, I find it gets easier and easier to now start defaulting to the gain type of thinking. And this is something that they talk about in the book. You can get your friends and family in on this. It can be really helpful to have accountability buddies in this who can be like, ding, ding, ding. There's some gap thinking here. (laughs) How can we shift more towards the gain? So friend, this is just your encouragement to give yourself permission to think about your mindset, to decide which direction on this gap and gain continuum you want to move and to read this book if you haven't yet, or better yet, join us in the collective for the discussion. Even if you hear this and it's right before we meet, our next meeting is, let's see, Monday, 
March 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from 8 to 9.15 p.m. Um, you can always join and then catch the replay afterwards or listen to the private podcast feed, which I mentioned earlier. Um, and I think you could even benefit from the conversation without having read the book. So if you're hearing this like on the 5th and you still want to jump in, absolutely do so, friend. Um, but if you if you are feeling like, oh, I want to learn more about this, this book was super easy to read. Like not to say that it wasn't chock full of information because it is. Mine's like dog-eared and underlined and annotated. Um, and I really enjoyed this book. It's going to stay on my bookshelf. I will be referencing it in the future for sure. I actually have a whole other podcast episode I want to record on another topic from it. Um, that is another episode for another time. But I absolutely recommend giving it a listen to Audible by the book itself dive in, give yourself permission to spend a couple hours. It wasn't a super long read over the course of a few days or a couple of weeks to dive into this, to create that awareness piece, to take the time to reflect, and then most importantly, to take the time to implement. And if you're anything like me, friend, and you love to read these personal growth style books, after you read this book, give yourself the benefit of a buffer book. I always love to know what you guys are reading. So hop over to my Instagram stories at Miss Kate House because I am frequently asking there on my stories or in my posts what you are reading. Right now, my buffer book is A Court of Thorns and Roses. Uh, it's like a, uh, I guess like a sci-fi series uh, or like a fantasy series. That's probably a better description. It's a fantasy series. And I'm on the first book. I think there are three out. They are quite long, but it is so good. And it's actually making my my early bedtime routine kind of hard to do because I keep saying like, just one more chapter, just one chapter, just one more. (laughs) Um, But I'm committed that my habit for January and February, you guys know, has been going to bed early and proactively and it has been working and it's paying off and I love it. Um, So I'm going to keep doing that even if this book is making it kind of hard too. All right, that's everything I have for you today, friend. I hope that you are now going to move forward. Perhaps you even choose to read this book or listen to it and that you actively choose every day when you find yourself in the gap to switch to gain thinking so that you can really lean into this high achiever's guide to happiness, confidence, and success throughout your day-to-day life. That brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope you're walking away with one action item that you're going to commit to implementing in your own life starting today. And speaking of implementing change in your own life, if you haven't already joined our free Facebook group, I would love for you to become a Live by Design podcast insider. You can get in community with other goal-getting women over at misskatehouse.com slash community, which is linked to below in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to subscribe to the Live by Design podcast wherever it is you tune into your shows. If you've enjoyed three or more of these content-packed episodes, I would be so, so grateful if you do me the favor of opening up Apple Podcasts on your smartphone, find the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and leave a five-star rating for the show and a simple one to two sentence review. This is the kindest way you can thank me for hosting the show week after week, totally for free. And in doing so, you're actively helping me grow our community of women who are choosing to live by design and not by default. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, friend. And when you're ready to go to the next level, my website, misskatehouse.com, which is linked to below, holds everything you need to know about my one-on-one coaching options, the LBD Collective, the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass, my upcoming summit, and even a bunch of free resources like the all-time fan favorite monthly habit tracker, which also comes with intention setting and monthly reflection prompts too. 
I'll be back in your earbuds again soon. And until that time, spread some joy, make someone smile.